It's that time of year again, where our immunity is really being tested. I have to feel 100% in order to run my weekly podcast, fulfill deliverables for my clients and partners, manage my household, and take care of my family of five. So believe me, I take my health seriously and take all the measures I can to feel my best. Sambacol was developed by a virologist and is a dietary supplement that provides powerful immune support fueled by nature's superfruit, black elderberry. Black elderberries are a natural source of vitamin A, C, and E, and contain antioxidants that may help fight free radicals. The gummies and syrup have a delicious berry flavor and are easy to incorporate into my daily wellness routine. They're dairy, egg, gluten, nut, soy, and wheat-free, vegan and vegetarian friendly, and they do not have any artificial colors, flavors, or sweeteners. Visit sambucolusa.com, and that's spelled S-A-M-B-U-C-O-L-U-S-A.com, and use my code MOMSENSE15 to receive 15% off your order of $9.99 or more. This offer is valid for U.S. customers only. Sometimes parents need a little reminder that our health comes first, and Sambucol can help. I mean, when you think about your dog, like your dog is out there just eating everything off the street, right? Yes. You notice that they're still alive, but they're licking everything. They have high levels of hydrochloric acid in their stomach. Human beings used to have more hydrochloric acid in their stomach. Our gut microbiome, which is, which is a fancy word for all the little critters in our gut, we have 90% less of them than people did just a hundred years ago. That means we are dealing with 10% of the critters we are supposed to have in our gut. What does that mean? Physical and mental illness of all kinds. So our guts just don't have what it takes to not only digest our food, but to fight off these infections. Hi there, it's Kanika. Get ready for another season of That's Total Mom Sense, where I interview global thought leaders on their life stories, the legacy they're passing on to their kids, and of course, their mom sense and dad sense superpower. It's me, Bobby Brown. Can't wait to share my story. Hey, I'm Daphne Oz. Hi, I'm Shawnee Darden. Hi, this is Christelle Lynn. Hi, I'm Bob Nishamalan. Hi, this is Tony Leroy. Hi, I'm Shannon Lee. Hi, I'm Farnoosh Tarabi. Hi, this is Michael Perry, founder of Maple. And you're listening to me on That's Total Mom Sense. It's our mission to be inclusive. So we're having dads pull up a seat at the table. Tune in to my new monthly segment, What Matters Most with Maple, featuring my co-host, Michael Perry, tech founder and devoted father of two. Thank you to my brand partners, community, and you, yes, you, for making this podcast possible. Episodes release every Thursday. Join my tribe by logging on to thatstotalmomsense.com and subscribe wherever you listen so you never miss an episode. There's something to be said about knowing how to age gracefully and understanding what the key components are to longevity. It's not nips and tucks and Botox. It's far deeper than that and a hell of a lot simpler and cheaper. Today's guest is Julia Loggins, who is a health and wellness industry icon. Born in LA, Julia is a true survivor, overcoming debilitating illness throughout her childhood and teens. Hospitalized frequently for life-threatening asthma, she's also endured 
crippling arthritis, migraines, bleeding ulcers, and colitis. Thanks to the principles of the Bragg Healthy Lifestyle and Radical Detoxification, Julia completely healed her mind and body. With the determination to help herself and others, she studied holistic medicine. She learned all she could about regenerative medicine and set out to inspire people on how to live their best, healthy, and most authentic lives. She completed her health educators course at the Hippocrates Health Institute in 1982 and studied with psychiatrist Dr. Ernest Pecci, whose work is now being carried out at the Hoffman Institute in Northern California. With over 35 years of experience in health and wellness, Julia began her private practice in Santa Barbara in 1983, specializing in digestive health. She is an internationally certified colon hydrotherapist with a specialty in regenerative nutrition and fertility health. She wrote her first book, The Unimaginable Life, with her former husband, Kenny Loggins, of Footloose fame. As her practice grew, she wrote and published her second and third books, Dare to Detoxify, and It Takes Guts to Be Happy, a 21-day plan to heal your belly and recharge your life. Along with her empowering self-help books, Julia has designed her own signature line of digestive health supplements and online courses. She's a mother of two grown children and resides in Santa Barbara with her now husband, Paul Turner. Julia, thank you so much for joining me on that Total Mom Sense. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you. Being a mom is my favorite thing. So it's exciting to be on a parenting show. Yes, yes. And we're going to dive into all the things. So I'm so, so excited. Um, well, let's start from, you know, your career and the imprint that you've made on the health and wellness industry. What led you down that path? So saving my own life led me down this path. I spent most of my 17 years in and out of hospitals with life-threatening illnesses from environmental sensitivities, asthma, allergies, rheumatoid arthritis, bleeding ulcers, you name it. I was sent to drug experimentation programs all over the country. I'm on, we'll be 67 in March. So this was wow. in the 60s. And so in those days, which unfortunately is still continuing to this day, you know, drugs were what was used to treat people who had chronic and acute illnesses. By the time I got to be 17, doctors told my parents I wouldn't live through the year. You know, my organs were failing. I was having anaphylactic allergy attacks on a regular basis. And, you know, being a mom, you know how scary those are. And so, you know, along with that, just more and more drugs. And I was lucky and blessed to have finally meet a medical doctor who was mentored by Paul Bragg in the understandings of natural health and healing. And he told me that what we needed to do, we told my parents that we needed to shift everything to get me off all of the drugs and to do a, a whole natural diet that had no sugar, wheat, dairy, preservatives. I mean, this is revolutionary radical in the 60s. My parents said, no drugs, she'll die. And he yeah. said, that's what's killing her. So oh my goodness. that was the beginning of my being able to turn this around. And also, you know, I had had three near-death experiences and a lifetime of illnesses. So the beginning of turning my health around, and then that was the, the launch of my journey. And that led me to my studies. It led me to healing my own body completely head to toe, 
that led me into my healing path and, and to my almost 40 year practice and then my books. So, you know, as you were navigating your own health challenges, was there, you know, a person you met or a philosophy that you adopted that you felt like, okay, this is going to steer me in more of a natural and holistic path? Um, because, you know, traditional medicine isn't that. Right. Exactly. I mean, I, I definitely knew that what was happening wasn't working. You know, I was just dancing on my grave. So, you know, I was a kid, I was a teenager, I was very spiritually inclined. So I was, you know, and I really wasn't living in my body. My body was in pain all the time. So I really had a strong spiritual connection to just the world outside of me. And I feel like that really sustained me. You know, it's not like I had any strong sense that I knew for sure I would make it. Um, When I met my doctor, Dr. Pottinger, he had a strong sense that I would make it. And I feel like that was my launching pad to believing that it could happen. After that, it was just one step after another into learning, you know, basically how to put Humpty Dumpty back together again. And then what caused that? What really was the source of why I was as ill as I was, and then what I could help others to do to put their bodies and minds and spirits back again. You know, I'm also a trauma and sexual abuse survivor. So there's also, you know, we're all, when, whenever we're dealing with massive illnesses, we're always dealing with trauma. So how did you, you know, take those next steps? Um, and then, you know, what, what did you do to kind of build yourself back up together? Because yeah. You had so many different um, ailments along the way. What did you tackle first? Well, you know, the very first thing was, um, you know, kind of figuring out what I, I'd become an, I'd become an, a universal reactor when people are, when their immune system is completely broken down as mine was. I was just reacting to everything environmental and to every food. So for a couple of years, there were only five foods that I could really tolerate oh. because my, my immune system had just become so incredibly reactive. It was just everything that went in, I was reacting to. So it was a very Mm -hmm. slow build. And I feel like it was also just about kind of wrapping myself around the sense of, of what my work in my body and reading everything and um, really understanding as I, as I moved along that detoxification was going to be key for me because what Um, had made me ill. And what was keeping me ill were the toxins in my body that were caused from all the medications. And then of course, all the, not just the medications, but just, you know, the chemicals that were in foods, the air, the water. So I became, you know, I was forced to become an expert on, on what's going on in our environment. I'm, I was the canary in the coal mine. Now, of course, we are all the canaries in the coal mine. And we yes. come in contact with 2,500 chemicals a day. And our bodies were not designed to assimilate or eliminate those. So, you know, what happened to me and to my body was just a microcosm of what we're dealing with. I mean, I had no idea that spirit was preparing me for the path that I was launched on. But of course, you know, we don't really know always when something happens, why it's happening. And so would you say that the root cause of so many of the ailments was your gut? For sure. It always starts in the gut. You know, health and healing starts there just like illness starts there. And that's, you know, why I focus my work on healing the gut. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, when I started doing that 
like I said, almost 40 years ago, you know, there was no understanding in the mainstream, barely in the alternative community, about the importance of the gut. Of course, there was no science on the connection between the gut and the brain. I was seeing it in my own practice. I'd experienced it myself. I was definitely seeing it in my practice, but it would be decades and years before we would learn the science behind that. And so how do you undo, in your case, damage that was done over years? And, you know, for for those of us who, you know, may not have had um, sickness, we still don't necessarily have the best gut health. So how, how do you cleanse from the inside out? Yeah. Even people that are strong don't necessarily have great gut health, and they may actually not know that the, that some of the things they're dealing with, whether it's chronic pain, whether it's headaches, whether it's depression, you know, is actually all started in the gut. Yeah. And you know, as as we know, uh, over ninety percent of the serotonin that is the neurotransmitter that makes us feel happy is made in the gut. Eighty percent of the immune system resides in the gut. So our mood depends on our gut health, and our immunity depends on our gut health. One of the things that that I teach people to do is to learn how to safely. Um, fast and do, you know, detoxification that, you know, can include liquid nourishment. It's, you know, whether people are fasting on vegetable juices or smoothies, uh, protein smoothies or bone broth. Um, There's a variety of things, but digestion takes more energy than running a 5k. So, you know, doing a a 24 hour 48 hour cleanse is a, is a wonderful thing to do. And, and I teach people to do it you know, no matter at what level of cleansing or, you know, they're in or what level of illness that they're dealing with. And some people jump right in, but I, I created something called fasting light, which is really uh, liquid nourishment days so that, you know, whether people are dealing with blood sugar issues or they're super busy moms and they've got a million things to do and they don't have time to handle a lot of detox symptoms or do the detox protocols that I teach in my book, which are really key for, after all, if we're going to, if we're going to start moving these toxins around, we've got to flush them out. I believe that all the things that I teach, that I began teaching to people in extreme health situations, probably within the first decade of my practice, I was teaching them to well people who just wanted to stay well, or they were dealing with things that weren't life-threatening, but they weren't feeling optimal. You know, they didn't have fabulous energy, or they just thought, well, maybe I'm getting old, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. they were 50 or 60 years old, or they were just thinking, you know, I'm a mom, I'm exhausted, because there's a million things going on. But actually, there were really things that we could do that were really simple. And I wanted to create, so I started writing books, I wanted to create really simple, accessible tools that a busy mom could pick up and start doing a few of them and feel really different. How do we rebuild our gut? Is there, can you give us a few tips or um, foods that you think are, you know, now we all know about superfoods that are integral to that? Yeah, well, you know, the first thing, you know, is to, fermented foods are great. That's a great thing to do. But if people have a lot of gas and bloating and indigestion, that may be too difficult for them to handle right away. And then and then they may think, okay, this just doesn't work for me. I mean, right. I, 
I work with that a lot that, you know, one of the great things to do is for people to start taking a digestive food enzyme when they eat, because research shows that 80% of adults over 40 are not making digestive enzymes. I see a lot of teenagers in my practice. I would say hardly anyone over the age of 12 has digestive enzymes in their stomach. Um, That's due to stress. That's stress related. And we're all dealing with a lot of stress, you know, whether we're kids or adults, you know, the world that we're around is stressful. So we really need to prepare and care for ourselves. So digestive enzymes are just a a lifesaver and they're super simple. It's like, I I think of them as little Pac-Men, you know, like little, they're duplicating what our bodies are supposed to make, but they're not. So they're helping us assimilate our own food. And if we're not assimilating it, it turns to gas, bloat, our blood sugar crashes. So our energy and our mood goes. I mean, some people think that if they're like, it's normal to be exhausted after they eat. Or uh, I mean, I have a client the other day and I said, do you have headaches? And he's like, no, only after I eat. Like that's Uh normal. That's his normal. Right. So that is a gut issue. That means food isn't digesting. And so um, digestive enzymes are a simple, a simple fix. For some people, a teaspoon of um, apple cider vinegar and water is a good way to acidify the stomach before, but that Mm -hmm. doesn't work for everyone. And that's why I like to share a whole variety of tools because there's no one thing that's going to work for everyone. Just like there's no one lifestyle or diet that works for everyone. And so I I mean, I work with people who embrace all types of eating, whether it's vegetarian or paleo or keto. It's like, it's really about whether that suits your body, your body and your blood blood type, whether it suits your lifestyle and whether whether it's working for your body or not. Yes, yes, that's brilliant. And do you do a full body workup and... um... And look at a blood panel to determine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we do. I, 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 you know, I like to see it all. I mean, you know, in especially I, I work with two incredible doctors here at my clinic. So, you know, we're a team, but um, I have to say, you know, the first 30 years I practiced was pretty much on my own, although I've been in medical clinics and I partnered with some incredible medical doctors And I I partnered with a Chinese medical doctor who was both a Western medical doctor and an Eastern medical doctor. We worked together for 10 years. And that was an extraordinary experience. Um, For him, Chinese medicine wasn't focused so much on gut health or colon hydrotherapy or colon cleansing. And so he that was something new for him, which he fully embraced. You know, for me, getting to integrate West Eastern um, Eastern herbs and, you know, into what I was doing was wonderful. But, you know, digestive enzymes, food combining is can be really key as well for people with digestive issues. And, you know, we can talk about that if you want. But there's a few simple things that can that can really help. Well, I want to get into fasting because I feel like yeah. intermittent fasting has become all the rage. And, yeah. you know, what are your thoughts on that? And you have a cleanse that helps you through a fast. So yes, yeah. exactly. You know, um, and inter- intermittent fasting, which means for anybody out there who isn't quite sure of what it means, it means not eating any solid food after your evening meal, which is generally say six, six to seven o'clock, not later than that. And then not eating anything solid again until the next day around noon. Um, right. I've been an intermittent faster for about 
20 years. And many of my clients are, in fact, Paul and Patricia Bragg were sort of the beginning of launching it. They called it the no breakfast plan. So it wasn't called, you know, it wasn't called intermittent fasting when they launched it in the 60s. But was the exact same program, which is about giving the gut a, a rest. And I teach people that they can do this in a modified version, which means they might have some bone broth in the evening later on. If they're up late, they can have a they might have a protein smoothie, they might have a smoothie in the morning so that their blood sugar is stable. They might have some bone broth or some vegetable juice in the morning, even if it's not as classic, because the truth is, I mean, you know, rigidity, you know, as a mom, one thing we know is nothing is rigid. Anything we're talking about, if anybody out there wants to try it, you know, there's many ways to do it that work for you. It's not just like black or white. There's many ways to modify things that make them work better. And I'm always in favor of that. I'm really finding huge protein deficiencies in my Mm. community. And I, I will say I have seen that from day one. Just took me a minute to recognize it. So protein is really important and digestible, whether we're digesting it or not, it is really important. So, I mean, we need really 50 to 100 grams of protein a day. Protein is really important for kids. One of the reasons I created, you know, my protein powders, because as you know, it's hard to get a little kid to always eat what's on their plate, but then you can almost always get them to do a smoothie or a protein drink. Absolutely. That is why I created them, you know, and blood sugar is super important and that's very protein related. So digestible protein and getting enough protein, I see, I've really found a big shift in getting enough protein, getting enough greens. And then as we know, you know, wheat has degenerated. So you know, everybody is now gluten sensitive, even if they're not actually gluten allergic, because our our wheat has a hundred times more gluten in it than our great grandparents wheat. It's just all gluey and it sticks to our insides. It's GMO, you know, so it's, it's made, I mean, anything with GMO means it's not digestible because it was created not to be digested. When I was a late teenager and I had discovered about a wheat, you know, my wheat sensitivity, you know, there were no um, gluten-free products on the market. I can imagine. Out there. So now there's certainly choices. However, you know, I still, you know, urge moms to look at labels because just because it's gluten-free, it still might have a whole bunch of other stuff in it that you don't want. Yeah. Starting to love to put the gluten-free, you know, sticker on there because it's another buzzword now. Hi listeners, I wanted to take a moment to tell you about a new podcast I've been listening to called Baby or Bust. Fertility doctor and influencer Dr. Laura Shaheen assembles medical experts and former infertility patients to guide anyone who's trying to conceive. Dr. Shaheen and her guests work together to shatter myths around fertility and miscarriages and provide emotional support for everyone's individual journey. Topics include the price for various fertility treatments, how common miscarriages really are, and what affects male infertility, as some examples. And to boot, Dr. Shaheen is a double board certified reproductive endocrinologist, best-selling author, and professor at the University of Washington. She has spoken on a myriad of topics, 
including infertility in the Black community, in hopes of increasing awareness and making resources more accessible. So be sure to subscribe to Baby or Bust on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And now back to the interview. Now let's shift gears into beauty and, you know, what your uh, advice is, and maybe you have some staples for every decade of our lives. In your 30s, is there something that was part of your, you know, beauty regimen that you you say like this is something uh, you should start at that time? Yeah, sure. You know, I mean, you can never really start too young, you know, in order to just take care of our skin. It's the largest organ of our body. So I will say that because our skin is the largest organ of our body, the very best thing you can do is learn cleansing and detoxification practices mm. because your toxicity is going to show up on your face, on your skin, on your glow. I mean, when, you know, um, I talk about some women that you may remember her name, although, you know, you're young. So, you know, Mae West, which was a famous movie star. Mm -hmm. um, And I mean, and an incredible woman had her own, one of the first, you know, the first woman who had her own film company, wrote her own films, came from the silent film industry into the speaking film. You know, she credited colon therapy and colon cleansing as her, total as her beauty routine and she ate all organic food. She did not drink alcohol. Alcohol's really hard on the skin. She didn't drink coffee. Coffee is acidic. And she wrote in her autobiography all about these things, which was, you know, unheard of in her time. In those days, you know, in the 30s, 40s, 50s, they did not have Botox. They didn't have any of the things that people do. Right. And they were smoking. They were smoking, right? Which is even worse. Yeah. (laughs) People say to me, you know, what do you do for your skin? You know, and I'm I'm happy to tell you this, the details, but I will tell you it is an inside job. So Mm. what you see on my face is what I do for the inside of my body. And that is the reason that it has this radiance to it. And and wrinkles are caused from, you know, from stress and toxicity. So, you know, this is, it's really an inside job. I mean, one of the dermatologists that I interview for my book, you know, will say, I cannot inject radiance into someone's face. They have to do that themselves. And so, you know, one of the things I'll say is you can't start detox or cleansing too soon. And you can't start paying attention to your diet too soon. Alcohol, hard on the face. You know, it's hard on your skin. It ages. Coffee's aging. Anything that's overly acidic. And then you know, moisturize. Um, I'm not a huge sunblock fan, but I do wear hats and sunglasses. And, you know, I do, I'm always grab a hat for being out in the sun. The sun is really good for us and our bodies need sun. And so, you know, I'm definitely not anti-sun, but I'd say you can never, you know, it's never too, you're never too young to put on a hat and to, you know, be, be careful about getting major sun exposure. And then you're never too young to start moisturizing. So start with moisturizing right away. And then the other thing is, you know, I do a really simple five minute technique, you know, five minute um, protocol that I talk about in my book, you know, for morning and evening. So in the thirties, I'd say, you know, grab that hat, start your cleansing routine and moisturize. Nice. And what about, you know, in your forties and fifties, um, how you maintain, you know, that your hormones are changing. 
So, you know, hormone balance. So your, your skin is going to depend on your, the balance of your hormones. So you want to make sure that those are balanced. You know, there's many options you can take in making sure those are balanced, no matter, you know, at what age you are. And I'm working with women with really severe hormone imbalances in their twenties and thirties. So it's like, you know, this is not just something for women in their 40s and 50s. This is starting really earlier. That has to do with the toxicity in our environment and the level of stress that we're in. So all of that. So, you know, hormone balance has a lot to do with it, with our skin. And then, you know, as we get into our 40s and 50s and we're spending more time and we want to use um, appeal, you know, we want to like find out what kind of skin type we have and we want to make sure that we're moisturizing. We want to make sure that we're paying much more like regular attention to our skin. And it's a wonderful time to allow yourself to visit, you know, a wonderful holistic dermatologist who really, you know, works with the whole body as one. Because yes. after part, you know, we're, we're not just like a compartmentalized piece of us, right? We're all, it's all, it's all one thing. There are certain genetic issues that plastic surgery can handle. You know, I know this from working with dermatologists, that there's certain things that they'll say, you know, that have to do with, you know, whether eyelids get heavy or they're, Mm. you know, droopy underneath and And that may be something genetic that shows up in a woman's 40s or 50s. And that, you know, your doctor will know if that's something that can be healed naturally or whether that can, you know, you might want to give some attention to it or, you know, however you choose to do it. Because in in my book and just in my life, I mean, I'm totally non-judgmental. Whatever makes a person feel good, I want to support. However, Mm -hmm. I just feel like the more that we can do to feel beautiful and glow from the inside out, then the less we are looking for anything outside that we need to do that's invasive. Yes, absolutely. And then in your 60s, you have a course, in fact, called the Mastering Menopause Makeover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, tell us about that. Yeah. So, you know, I'm doing a course it's, that it's specific for women going through hormonal changes because that, they sh- that shows up on our skin. And it's a time when we want to, you know, still feel, you know, get, we want to feel beautiful. I mean, you know, beauty is we are hardwired to be attracted to beauty. So, you know, it matters to us no matter how we feel about that, but it's, we can redefine it. You know, we can own it and we can feel beautiful. I mean, America is a culture that is youth oriented. There are many cultures that are not as youth oriented as we are, but you know, we can feel beautiful at whatever age we're in, you know, in my six, in my fifties, I started to do some more serious peels with my dermatologist. And especially because I spent all my life out in the sun. You know, I rode horses. I was out in the sun. I was always baking myself. I didn't really wear a hat for such a long time. (laughs) So I had a lot of sun damage. So one of the ways that we dealt with that is, you know, we did some really great, safe, natural peels. And some of those you can do at home. And I talk about those products in my book. And some of those you want to do with a professional. Great to allow yourself to visit someone like that. And that can take years off your face. And then just doing some simple daily things can take a lot of, you know, a lot of time off your face. I mean, there's some, you know, products that I really like. For a long time, I was kind of using Dr. Bronner soap and olive oil. It took me a long time to create, you know, a skin regimen, which I really 
really did just because I'd had older clients who were starting to deal with skin cancer. And that was like, okay, I need to do something. I need to learn how to deal with that. And so, you know, a lot of what I did was to protect myself around that. And of course, the side effect was eliminating lines and wrinkles, which is, you know, who doesn't want that? I feel like if we can avoid the nipping and the tucking and the going yes, under the exactly. I mean, you know, I haven't, I haven't had anything, you know, like that, you know, I don't ever plan to. And, but, you know, if anybody does, I think, like I said, I want anybody to do what makes them feel comfortable. And, you know, we, there's enough judgment in the world and mostly from ourselves. So yeah. Yeah, I don't need to add anything to that. However, I do know that once we we cut, you know, there's now we're dealing with trauma in the skin. And, you know, what might look amazing in the first six months or year may not look that amazing a few years later, because now you're dealing with damaged skin. I remember when I was in my 40s, seeing a friend who just had Um, you know, a pretty serious facelift and a lot of work. And when I saw her after the swelling went down, I have to admit, she looked amazing. And part of me is like, wow. Okay, two years later, she looked 20 years older. Oh, no. You know, what happened is her her skin had been so damaged by all that invasive work that all of a sudden it was like she left Shangri-La. You know, it's incredible what cleansing and detox will do for our skin from whether you're a teenager or whether you're in their late 60s, like I am in their 70s. And I have women in their 70s and 80s that hardly have any wrinkles and they just are radiant. And, you know, that's really what we all want. And not only that, that means when you're that age and you look radiant, that's also a sign of strength and health and also mental well-being because you yes. know we're, we're wearing our life on our face and we want to you know we want to have a life that we love but we also feel like we want to feel beautiful we want to feel attractive and i will say it's it's absolutely possible to do that without spending hours cuz none of us have that i mean i have a 5 minute routine and i don't have time to spend more than that I'd love to learn more about your motherhood journey. Did you always know you wanted to become a mother? You know, I did. I always wanted to be a mom, which is kind of crazy because doctors told me not only that I wouldn't live, but that if, you know, I would never have kids. And I I did have four miscarriages. So I had a very challenging road to motherhood. And as everything that happened to my body seems to lead to another healing for me and another growth and another whole bag of tricks to learn. I found an incredible woman to study with, Naravi Payne, who was one of the founders of the whole mind-body understanding of fertility. So in working with her, I learned that there was some psychological traumas that have led to my infertility. I mean, she'd helped 5,000 women have babies without use of any medication, hormones, or anything. Incredible. Yeah, incredible. So, you know, that was, and when I started to work with her, within three months, I was pregnant with my son. So what I, you know, I really learned the mind-body connection in infertility and also the, what stress does. And I talk about that journey in my book as well, that stress component 
and how that internalized stress was affecting me, stress below my level of consciousness. And in just a short time, I learned how to shift that so that my body, instead of being like a cauldron of acid that I wasn't even aware of, um, could shift to being an environment that could host and hold, you know, carry a child. And, you know, and I had two healthy kids and became certified in her methods. So yeah, being a mom was something I always wanted. And I mean, it's every single second of it has been more than I thought it could be. My kids are 24 and 28. And I was open to becoming a mom in any form. Like if I couldn't have had kids, I, you know, it was like, however, I'm going to get to do this. Mm. It was incredible to learn, you know, what was possible and then how much the mind affected it and how much I could learn in ways of just reducing the symptoms of the stress and trauma that I'd experienced. And then being other, being able to help other moms do the same thing. Now, you know, her techniques are more popular. And so for moms out there who are struggling with Fertility, there's lots of of methods now that can support you, even if also you're combining that with IVF or, you know, other forms of um, support. Tell us about a mom sense moment you had. And by that, you know, mom sense is a phrase I coined for our built in sixth sense. You know, and each child is different. So it's like for, you know, I would know that, you know, one child would be needed to be soothed in one certain way and another child would need to be soothed in another way. You know, certain, you know, one of my kids, you know, I would, I would definitely have rules for her that the other child, the other child didn't need to have something just laid down like that. But I knew that, you know, my, for one of my kids, it's just, if it wasn't going to be like that, then it was like as if I hadn't even said it. And I just, you know, I had to trust that. Um, And I also had to kind of just let go of caring what anybody thought about my parenting and just do exactly what I felt was the right thing. I think their dad knew that. It was like when it came to the kids, it was like, this is how it was going to go. You know, after he, after things started working, like, oh, wow, this is, yeah, I can see that this is really you know, I can see who the kids are and who they're becoming. And so there was a trust factor in my mom's sense. You know, I remember breastfeeding my daughter at my son's preschool. And, you know, and I had her when I was almost 43. So one of the younger moms said to me, wow, how do you have the courage to like, not just go in the bathroom and lock the door and do that? Like, I mean, and this is a group of just all moms, right? So, and I said, I'm old. Nobody's going to tell me where to breastfeed breastfeed my child. And she's like, oh, okay, I could do that. And I said, you know, this is just a group of moms sitting around watching our kids at preschool. So, you know, I don't, I don't need to go in a place that's not clean and breastfeed her. And it was just like, and I could see the look in her eye was like, oh, something shifted. Yes. Yes, exactly. Isn't that what we moms do for each other? Yeah. We create that safe community for each other and we give each other that kind of feedback. I mean, my mom friends are my closest friends. Um, And where can my listeners find you and and your products, which there's a plethora. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I created a product line of products for sensitive people and which is everyone now Mm -hmm. online courses as well. So I'm at julialoggins.com. It's simple. Yes. Oh, I love that. I love that. Uh, Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Julia. And 
sharing your light and knowledge on all things gut and inner beauty that manifests into outer beauty and how to age with grace. Thank you so much for having me. Isn't Julia amazing? Julia, thank you so much for joining me on my show and helping me on my wellness journey. It has been so difficult to feel like I'm getting back to my optimum health after having my three kids and you are helping me do it. And we're starting from the gut. You know, mom sense is all about trusting your gut instinct and taking care of your gut is equally important. So thank you for helping me through it all. Julia has so graciously created an exclusive promo code for all of you listening. It's MomSense, and you can use it on her website. So just log on to julialogins.com, and then you get 10% off your order. So that applies to uh, her courses and her supplements. I especially love the Enzyme Energy Pill, Magnesium Energy, and D-Energy, and There is another uh, supplement that I'm taking called Crave Control that's helping kind of curb my cravings. And I take that with every meal too. So love, love her products and really happy to endorse them because they're working for me. Be sure to rate and review and of course, subscribe to That's Total Mom Sense wherever you listen. You can log on to my a specific landing page to do so. It's that's totalmomsense.com backslash iTunes. And follow me on Instagram. That's where I post the most. And my handle is at Kanika Chadda Gupta. Remember, always trust your mom sense and your dad sense. Stay strong, super parents. I'll see you next time. That's total mom sense.